Welcome to Chaos to Cared Podcast. You're here with Jeffrey Freed and Kirk Patrick Miller. So um, today we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about drama and uh, humans' addiction with it. It is everywhere. Um, social media, you know, media in general. And I, I want to start just right now. I'm not slamming media. I'm not going to blame them for anything. There's plenty of problems. Um, a lot of it is what sells. And that's what this show is about. I mean, drama sells. Um, I always kind of wondered about it when I was younger. It, it, the, the, the issue is it's taking a toll on everyone's mental health, the collective human mind. It's, you know, the negativity and what, what things are promoted and how things are promoted. So I'm talking about algorithms that um, absolutely reward division and aggression or extremism. And that's what gets likes. I mean, it's really easy to get followers if you just say something outlandish. So the, the issue is the, the world is craving it. Humans are craving it. Um, it it's causing damage. And I do mean that both mentally and physically, we're seeing suicide numbers skyrocket. And please, if anyone, um, you know, is familiar with that or dealing with that, the phone number toll free is 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K, or 8255. So Jeffrey, what are your thoughts on, you know, one, um, how rapidly you're seeing this change? Uh, where you think it's going and, and some of the impacts you've seen personally with the people you're working with. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, drama is, as you said, everywhere. And amongst my population, the folks that I work with and their families, there's a lot of free-flowing, generalized anxiety out there. And it's being fed because, you know, if you're anxious, you'll tune in and um, buy the products that are advertised or get addicted to the ratings. Well, getting addicted to the show causes ratings to go up. So drama sells. And with all this free-floating anxiety, because people live in a very, very fractured, dangerous culture, um, and there's a lot of, I mean, the news feeds on it. There's a lot of good news, but you don't hear it. Um, at this point, the word news means something unusual and good stuff appears to be very unusual and it's not there's plenty of good stuff i still go out and hike every day and sometimes run on roads and i never worry about somebody trying to force me off the road or take a shot at me but um the rumor is that it's dangerous to do anything and drama fills people's lives as well when there's a void in communication and honest communication, face-to-face -face communication, you can work stuff out. You can really talk and you can read people's body language and listen to the subtle intonations in their voice and to see if it matches up with their body language. And, and we don't have much of that anymore. It's all stuff online. It's texting. Some people actually think that 
they have 60 or 70 friends because they have that many friends on Facebook who they never have met, but they've exchanged pleasantries or unpleasantries online. So I think the drama give, is a focal point for people's anxiety. You have a lot of free-floating anxiety, you have a lot more um, mental illness, and it's not just being diagnosed, it's there. Everybody knows that. And people just feel this fear and this uneasiness. And that I know is true. I can't document it, but I know it's true. And most anyone listening knows it's true also. So you need to focus on something. Well, drama takes your mind off all the problems in the world or focuses them anyway. And it gives you a chance to communicate with other people. And that's what we're seeking. And it'll take any form that it's necessary. And drama sells, drama's interesting. So people will definitely get off on that um, and use it. So I see it as a reflection of a sick culture, um, a culture in crisis. And it's, of course, feeding that. So it's a, it's a kind of cycle where um, the drama is, is, is being sought because it sells, and then people using the drama as the focal point for their free-floating anxiety and to work out some of the problems that they haven't really defined, but they know are bothering them. And it's, it's everywhere. And people, a lot of people have unquiet mind. We spoke about that in an earlier um, broadcast. Yes, yeah. And unquiet minds need to be, to be fed they need to be nurtured, and they are when there's drama. Um, it also has another effect where if you hear about other people's misery, yours doesn't seem so bad. And there's so much loneliness and unhappiness and mental illness, and that is not going away until we break the cycle. And to break the cycle, I imagine what we need to do is st stop tuning into the stuff that is making us sick and demanding that we have some real honest, um, you know, identification of issues and possible um, remedies for them. You know, one of the things that you said that just, you know, hits me is when you say the focal point um, of floating anxiety. For people that are listening, we, we just did a show on the fear and uh, we've talked about this a few times, but there's just uh, almost everyone. I, I really don't know many people. Uh, I really don't. Um, I don't know of anybody off the top of my head that are walking around just thinking everything is perfect. Hmm. Now, it, it's not good. that. Yeah, or even it, it's not that uh, we're below what I would consider to be just a peak normal. So if we're on a bell curve and on one, you know, three standard deviations to the, you know, right or to the left, um, I feel like, and let's say left would be negative. Almost everything we focus on is negative. And the fact that you, I've never heard that before. And I like, you kind of were saying that we're self-medicating with drama I've never thought about that um, from that perspective. It's um, almost like maybe some of the stuff that we're seeing is an outlet 
Um, it's not the right outlet, just like alcohol is, a, you know, somebody with anxiety might drink That's alcohol the, for sure. It's not the right medication. It's, it's right. self-medicating and the drama. One of the things that I have, you know, honestly, not through any, like on purpose from my point of view, I was in a negative relationship where everything was questioned. And when you get to that stage, you have to keep everything on record or your alternative. And this is where one of my favorite quotes from Mark Twain comes in. Um, it's, uh, I always tell the truth so I don't have to remember anything. That's paraphrasing. That's not the exact right way. But I love that. If you tell the truth, right, you never have to remember anything, which is true. So yeah, just, what that saying is um, you don't have to cover up for a lie if you tell the truth. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, and, and the reason I bring that up is I feel that we are so kind of trapped into um, – just negative habits. And sometimes I was lucky enough to have somebody that I kind of had to break some of that negativity that I had because stuff in my life wasn't good. So I would push outwards. And it, uh, I mean, it wasn't that um, it, it wasn't a good fit. And, and, you know, as far as what it was for me, I became a much better person because of it. So, you know, the, the drama that I went through and all the times I've faced adversity, all of that stuff has made me stronger. I have, uh, my concern is that we're getting to the point where the, the drama on TV and some of the stuff I'm seeing is so extreme, so violent, so on the, and I'm numb to that. Yeah. I remember the first time I watched like, you know, Game of Thrones. Uh, and I was like floored, like, oh my goodness, this is on TV. And, you know, and I, I mean, of course, you know, I've been watching, you know, whatever I want since I was young because my parents talked about it with me. So demystifying the movies was very helpful for me. So, you know, I never had an issue um, in terms of trying to sneak into movies or anything like that. My parents would often offer to watch it with me. But some of the stuff that I used to watch and what we see now, it's very real. It's very graphic. The, the just amount of violence that we're seeing and the state of even, you know, the, I feel like good celebrities, like you were saying news. I loved that. That was another quote from you. We should, we should post. I like that one. But you said like news is what the usual is. And unfortunately, what we're usually seeing right now are conflicts, are aggressions, shootings, um, natural disasters, you know, not enough energy, not enough resources, famine, flooding, drought. It's just nonstop. I hadn't watched the news for, you know, 20 plus years because we gave up cable, you know, uh, when I originally moved. Um, 
And so it had been so long and I tuned in to, you know, a few different channels just to see. And it was like a movie previews, the intense music behind it. I mean, it was entertainment. It did not remind me of anything that I grew up with. News was boring. You know, this teacher saved the day by giving the student an A or giving them a hug or something. You know, that was like local news. It's so weird to see how negative things have turned. I do, um, and this is where the social media comes in. Um, and you'd mentioned it, people get addicted to that click. Um, I have literally watched people that were on Twitter and, you know, I had been, you know, conversing with before and before they like blew up nice people. And I've watched some kind of change the person they are for that. Yes. And they, they fall into it because they get reactions. The more divisive they are, the more intensely the reactions are, and that gets, well, more people look at it. Everything is monitoring how long we're looking at it for how many seconds. Um, it's paying attention to how, we're, how long we're listening to a video. Every time you log on to your phone or we're watching smart TVs, anybody who thinks a smart TV, yeah, they are definitely smart. They're figuring out exactly how to sell us what sells. So, and because everything is digitized too, it's very easy. It's not like Blockbuster where they had to actually see what was rented out that, you know, quarter. And then, oh, maybe we should buy more of those. You don't have to. They can just instantly, you know, put it at the top. So what concerns me is there is that such a need of intensity and violence and the all of the movies are dystopian. All of the books are dystopian. Um, and I felt like it started with the Dark Knight Rises, the Batman movies. Um, that second one was so dark. And it just, from that point forward, everything, and it's felt like that for a few years. And of course, we've had COVID-19, higher anxiety levels. So do you think it's, do you, you know, there's no way to unplug um, I know there's uh, some apps out there if people are listening and, and they are looking for a, a app, there's good health. Um, and that one is literally just, and all of the people there are, um, you know, vetted experts. I mean, it's, nobody wants to do another app. So I don't know, I don't know what the possibility is and Jeffrey, I'll ask you, like, just for a couple ideas, if you're looking at solutions, you know, and we know that unplugging is not something that um, I don't think most people can do, and definitely in families. So what are a couple of solutions? And I'll try to think of a couple, too. Yeah, I'm thinking everything in this world is cyclical at action-reaction, and we have been so deep in total immersion towards violence, sensationalism, bad news, that I sense that there will be a reaction. 
because that's what history is. It's all action reaction, that there will be a reaction and people will, will actively seek out good news, posit, positivity. There's, there's signs of it now. It's just not generalized yet, but it's too dark and it's too scary and it's artificially scary. I mean, there's plenty to be afraid of, but not to this extent. You can't live your life in terrified all the time however it would be good for business from the for the media if you were terrified all the time because if you're terrified or entertained by negative things all the time you will watch your anxiety will lead you to try to find out more and if you watch more advert the, the ratings go up the advertisers advertise and it transfers directly not subtly but directly towards more revenue more money. And that's what this culture is built on. I think most cultures are, but this one is probably the most obvious. It's all based on profit. And when profit, profit, it doesn't necessarily need to be a bad thing. If you present a product that people like and helps them, of course, you should make money doing that. But if you're making profit off of creating anxiety, it is shortening lifespans. It is creating anxiety disorders. But it doesn't matter to the people that um, we all watch and the bank, uh, big time. Yeah. So it's it's profit based. That is, people are, I guess, dehumanized because there's so damn many of us. Um, that's one of my things. Is there's too many people, and the culture is not healthy right now. And that's why we have, I mean, people are an open book when they're born. They can be good or bad. It's what we present to them and that they internalize. And we're internalizing negativity. And, of course, we're going to have depressed negative people. Someone who in the past would have been slightly sad most of the time now is suicidal. Because it's being, it, it sells to make people miserable. And the original topic that we started on is... Um, you know, drama. Yeah, drama is just a continuation. You get to do it all day long. You get it on your TV. You get it on your internet. You get it on your everywhere. There's there's negativity. You can't escape and, it. And what happens is constant stimulation seeks out and 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 delivers more conflict. And the, the person who's scared all the time or nervous or cynical um, can easily feed that. There's just so little good. And that's going to wear to the point where most people, probably fairly soon, because it's bad right now, will start to seek out things that are less negative. They'll take news vacations. They'll only watch TV and listen to stuff that is at least less miserable and less depressing. And some people will say, well, that's denialism. You can't just ignore bad things. But that's not what I'm saying. There's plenty of bad out there, but there's also plenty of good. So focus on the good for a part of the day and focus on taking breaks, meditating. There's a huge increase in people meditating and, and taking classes in mindfulness. That's the beginning of it. Because they can't be just the average citizen surrounded by all the misery that people are trying to sell them so that they tune in and, they, and the, the media companies make profits. And we need to realize that. We need to demystify what is going on 
so people can make an active, intelligent choice instead of becoming silent victims. Oh, I, I, I there were a couple of times I wanted to jump in, but I wanted you to just to run. Um, one of the things that you said were we have children that are playing slates, um, blank slate, and you know they we get to rain on our slates, yeah. Yeah, we get to build up and shape and mold our future generations. And anybody listening to this show should be asking why is why are we taking these directions? Why is there so much aggression? And why does everybody have to be right? Uh, you know, there's um I did like what you just said, how um, you know, I think that's the best thing that I have found. The only thing I can really do is literally just scroll past. If you see negativity on your screen or you see violence or you see something that you don't like, don't even give it the time of day. What, what you know, Jeffrey, you had mentioned, and part of the reason I loved what you had said is um, it, it shows we've talked about neuroplasticity on a show before. We know our brain molds and shapes and changes based on what we do with it. If we constantly just simply ignore and make less of the things that really, again, this is not hiding from that. So like you had said, we're, we're not advocating going into denial or ignoring something or not seeking help. What I'm advocating is letting things go. If you just simply let, you don't need to battle every person on the, on the internet. And I feel like so many people, that's what they do is they see something that really bothers them and they hop on it just like we do in, you know, in a normal room where you'd have a conversation with people. And again, you'd have verbal and social cues. You don't you'd get have more information. Any, you, don't you don't get, get conversation that. anywhere. It's, it's war. It's yeah, there's nobody to talk to a human being when you um, call a company. There's who like your t if your TV isn't working or your internet's out. You call, you get put on hold, you get treated shabbily because you're one in a million, and that creates subtle anger issues. And we're walking around angry about something all the time, or you know, you get some letter in the mail from the IRS or from some some collection agency and you call and you can't talk to anybody or you tell them the person can't speak English because their accent's so intense. And what happens is you just, you just are aggressive. So drama is, is an outlet for that aggression. It's a way to express it. And so is the internet, the internet, you can just pop in and say something and you'll have some listeners. You can't call anybody. You can't call the government. You can't call the guy. There is no way that any business has any kind of customer service anymore. And it's, and they do awful things to you and you can't correct them. Um, mm. We gets, are. Uh, it, no, I, I, the frustration and, and I feel there's a gap between a, a lot of the younger generation doesn't get that. Why all of us that are, you know, born, you know, and saw the beginning of the internet, why we're all confused because things have moved so fast yeah. that right. 
it's hard to even wrap your head around. And you think of policymakers trying to help and understand like something like chat GPT. I'm, I'm sitting there talking with, you know, some very intelligent people just like, you know, two nights ago or three nights ago, and they had never even heard of it. So we are so far behind the curve on the things that we need to do. Um, I think, I do agree with you. I think there's the re- the reaction is coming. I think, you know, uh, my advice to individuals and and people and family and friends and stuff um, is, you know, of course, just continue to retrain your brain. Let go. Um, find there's almost. I I really want to say there's almost always because I can't say always, but there's almost always something amazing that comes out of turmoil and turbulence and you know discord so i do believe in that so that is just changing my overall outlook and looking for the good helps my brain seek out more positive people and more positive situations so i think that's a very helpful thing and then i would also say um the you know, like you mentioned meditation before in one of our shows, we've been talking about our critical flicker fusion frequency or CFF. Um, and it, one of the things I've found to be very helpful for me is to just take out a metronome. If somebody knows what that is, if you don't know what that is, it just keeps a beat. You can just look at your watch. It does the same thing. So every second you just blink, it's a fast blink and you mix it with the breathing. So, um, as Jeffrey said before, for breathing in for, um, what was it, four seconds, sure. and then breathe out for eight. So you always double the length of time out. There's lots of different breathing techniques. But if you're doing that and you're just counting, and each time a blink is something no one notices. I've found it to be very helpful for focusing and some other things as well. But um, anything that you can do, whether that's finding a room to just go on a walk, Get just into nature. Put your eyes up. It's hard to be negative. I mean, whenever you're really negative, stick your eyes up towards the roof or the sky and try to feel negative. Your eyes will want to come down. Just don't let it. Stick your eyes up, do some breaks, do some deep breathing, and you'll find you're out of the funk. And that's the kind of stuff that should be reported. But, and, and it's not. Um, it's it's not. Stop. And, I do feel that we, you know, we're, we're almost at the end of some of the absurd drama stuff. Um, You know, as I think we find some, again, I liked, you said cyclical. Um, I think we almost humanity has a tendency to overshoot on everything. So it's going to go to the upside. It's going to go to the downside. Yeah. So that's because Um, it's a reaction. So I, I love that. And that was such a great description visually as well. For me, that helped see it because I can kind of see, and that also should give help to people because as you said, reaction and action. And so our, our reaction is hopefully going to lead us in a positive direction. I think I'm pretty sure. I, well, as a history major, I am pretty darn sure that that's what's going to happen. It always has. There's no reason for it to stop now. So I yeah, that. we're going to get it. That's what's. There's going to be an era of good feelings where things are 
perceived of as a little less dark, maybe a lot less dark, maybe Pollyannish for a while, because as you said, it's extremes, but it will synthesize. And that's our hope. Well, let's, let's end it there. It's always good to end on a positive note. Um, so stay away from drama. It, it Stay calm. We did a show on calm. Um, it, it's such a, a, an amazing superpower. So uh, be kind to yourself. Have a phenomenal day. Uh, and Jeffrey, thank you. Wonderful um, advice. I really thought, I, I hope everyone pays attention and um, we'll be back. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Thank you so much for listening to Gas to Geared Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with everyone you know. And definitely like, follow, and subscribe. Certainly leave a comment if you'd like. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about the next time. Also, in our show notes, there should be direct links where you can follow us on our social media as well as reach out to us directly. Thanks again and have a great day. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on Chaos to Cured podcast are the speaker's own. All discussion is based on our own experiences. We do not and cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information. Chaos to Cured podcast cannot give medical or health advice. All discussion is based upon our personal experiences and meant for general and educational purposes. This podcast is not a substitute for professional help or for diagnostic purposes for yourself or another. Cast Cured Podcast always encourages you to consult an appropriate professional.